You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. It's just gone 11 minutes past 8. We have officially entered the last hour of the show. So you with me? I am with you. Okay. <laughs> I am with you. A big shout out to Sanele for uh, reading uh, the news for us. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that. And uh, we just had a beautiful song right here. But I don't want to waste any time. I am so excited. I think I think our listeners know already that I love, love, love interviews. I love interviews. And uh, we have our guest today and we are talking about all things mental health. And uh, today we we are going to talk about all things mental health. So, Figile, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. And how are you, my I, darling? I'm good, thank you. I would like to greet the viewers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. And everyone in the studio. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And how's your day going so far? It's going well. It's a beautiful day. It's raining. God's blessings, you know. Mm. So I'm I'm feeling cool. I'm feeling energetic. How is your day going so far? No, our day our day has been so great thus far. You know, we had a very interesting topic earlier. Maybe we should ask you as well, you know. We were asking yeah. um, you know, if you had one week to revamp yourself. Uh, what would be more important for you to change? Will it be the looks or will it be the personality? I, I, I think my personality, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's so much to work on. I, mm. I think you never get to a point where you feel like I've grown enough, especially spiritually. Yeah. You know, there's so much depth, you know, you can carry on searching and you never seem to find enough answers, mm. but you just need issues hanging and you're thinking, you know what, I'll carry on with this knowledge mm. that I have. So definitely my spirituality, definitely my, my, my soul. Yeah. Um, I think the looks aren't that important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think for us ladies, we're just like, ah, looks are not important. And, you know, yeah. the gents are like, ah, you know, you know looks are for us. <laughs> I, I, I think somehow... Um, during COVID, mm-hmm. uh, I realized that the, all these materialistic things are not important, including mm. our looks. Sure. You know? Yeah. That's when it, it's actually, that's when it dawned on us. We actually need God more than anything else. We actually need friendships. We actually need, you know, fellowship with other people. You know, all this came through with COVID. So uh, I think, you know, we can just shoot right straight into it. Uh, Today is Choose Wise Tuesday. And because it's Choose Wise Tuesday, we, you know, we decided to to focus on mental health, you know, to focus on empowering people about mental health. And this is mostly spiked by what happened with Urikirik, you know, and it made us much more aware. There's a lot more people who seem to have it together, who are not, who don't have it together, Mm. Um, you know. Um, maybe just so our our listeners are in tune with mental health, because you know this statement can be so confusing. Mm. Uh, can you maybe tell us what is mental health? Okay, thanks, Lindy. Um, so mental health. Um, so we we'll, we'll go the dictionary routes. Mm-hmm. According to the World Health Organization, mental health is a state of well-being mm-hmm. in an individual realizes his or her own abilities yeah. um, and they can cope with normal life stressors mm-hmm. and they are able to work productively 
and mm-hmm. fruitfully and they are able to make contribution and you are productive and fruitful and you can make contributions to the society. Mm. So that is what we classify as a mentally health being. Mm. All right. You know, uh, thank you for that. Um, you know, recently we've seen that uh, men are known to be silent and often they don't open up about uh, about most of the things that they go through. And, you know, we yes. find them taking their lives. Uh, yes. How does, a, you know, what can you say to that person? How does a man start opening up without looking weak? Okay, so the issue we're fighting here, it's our socialization, our bringing up, um, the the stigmas around how men should act all strong and masculine, you Mm -hmm. know. So in encouraging a man to open up, you need to go back to the foundations, to how they were brought up, Mm. to justify those stigmas that a man is supposed to act a certain way and Mm. make them understand that it is okay to open up. It is okay to be in tune with your feelings mm-hmm. because you are a human being, you know. Because yeah. men are raised to, to, to feel that they are made out of iron, you know, forgetting that we're the same, mm. we're the same. We feel too, we, we hurt too, you know. Yeah. Um, you feel pain too as a man. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to talk about it, you mm. know. Statistics indicate that men are four times more likely in comparison to women mm. to commit suicide sure. because of that same stigma from sure. our society that men are supposed to act all brave and strong. Mm. You know? Yeah, I think you've seen um, from media, we've seen a lot of high-profile people ending their lives. And when you look at their suicide notes, they like the recent one, I won't mention the name, but he mentioned that I'll come back a stronger man, you sure. know. So there's yeah. this, this issue about being strong that we need to demystify. Sure. Since Vigile, um, Temba here, I just want to know, um, in general, what are the most triggers, you know, to uh, mental instability within uh, people? Okay. Um, the, the biggest one um, is loss. Um, issues of bereavement, um, issues of finances, like when you lose a job or when you lose a loved one. So it's the issues of loss. Mm. Um, it can be loss of a house. It can be loss of a spouse through divorce. It can be any form of loss, materialistically mm. or uh, a friendship or any form of loss. Mm. You mm. know, and the the next um, biggest loss is movement um if people have to adjust now to a new environment like you see what's happening now with ukraine um people having to uh, relocate and move to foreign places so Mm. that's the second thing but the first one is uh loss so it can be death it can be loss of a job it can be any Mm. form of so those are the common triggers so now you'd notice that with covid we experienced a lot of losses you know, mm. with uh, loved ones, we lost jobs, we lost incomes, we lost our normality. Yeah. There was just so much loss that led to a lot of mental issues. Sure. And, you yeah. know, uh, I, I like that you you emphasizing the fact that it's it's loss and, you know, just change of what is normal, change of normality, you know. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to ask, because our next question was, has the pandemic, you know, 
maybe put a bit of instability in 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 mental health especially for men um what would be um what would be a best way or the best way for somebody to help somebody who has maybe um you know lost themselves who are in who are not stable you know because of the loss that they've experienced yeah i i think we can start by normalizing it by Mm. By validating their feelings, mm. you know, because at times people get frustrated because it's like, I don't understand what's happening with me, mm. you know. They've got all these physical symptoms like backache, headache, mm. lack of and poor appetite, but they don't understand why am I feeling like this. Mm. So I think it's to normalize to say, you're feeling like this because you have lost so much. Put it into words and say, look, you've lost this, you've lost that. Because some people are just not aware. Because mm. we need to keep moving, sure. you know. But it's okay to take stock and acknowledge your feelings. This is a loss. Describe it. Because at times people think a loss is death. But losses come in many forms, mm. you know. Yeah. No, not being able to suddenly work from the office and working from home, that's a loss. You know, sure. Um, not being able to attend class and play with your peers, that's a loss. Mm. You know, being taken out of your normality and now suddenly in a foreign, foreign space, that's a loss. Mm. You know, so you lose yourself. You're used to waking up and grooming every morning. Suddenly you can't because there's no one to interact with. Sure. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And, you know, on, on, on the aspect of church, you know, because yeah. South Africa is known to be a Christian country, mm. but we mm-hmm. still see, you know, a lot of people suffering from mental health issues. We still see men taking their lives. Um, do you mm-hmm. feel that churches need to do more talking about mental health? Churches definitely need to do more talking you know, when we look at the movements, like our late Bishop Dudu, mm. they, they, they were involved in the struggle. Mm. I think um, with COVID and everything else that we've gone through, we need the church to step in. Mm. Because in, then people pay attention. Mm. The church is the only institution that's able really to be loud about it, to cause the most noise and make people understand that it's 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 also spiritual yeah. to take of your mental health. So at this point, I think we are disintegrating spirituality with mental health, and these two are married. You know, mm. um, it's okay to go for counseling as a Christian. Mm. It's okay to 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 verbalize that I'm not okay as mm. a Christian. It doesn't make you ungodly, you know, to say that I'm not coping. I'm not okay, you know. That's why the Bible says, when we are weak, he is strong. Yeah. So those are the things we need to encourage um, our fellow brethren in church to say, look, it's okay, you know, to yeah. be not okay. Yeah. yeah. You, so far, mm-hmm. we are pumping them with the word of God, which is good. But we just need to find a balance to say, mm. yes, this is spiritual, but this is not. Mm. You know, let's mm. deal with it. Let's confront it. It's a reality. It is there. Mm, I love that. I love that. You know, um, just earlier on, uh, Temba was sharing about a gentleman who who lost uh, his mother and exactly mm-hmm. w- a week later lost his sister. And, you mm-hmm. know, he went to the church to say, 
I am not okay. And the church mm-hmm. just answered and said, we will pray for you, we'll keep you in prayer, mm-hmm. and God will, will heal mm-hmm. you. I like that mm-hmm. you're highlighting on that, that it's also spiritual. It doesn't only uh, end, you know, with just prayer, but there's a journey uh, that needs to be walked in this. Yeah. Um, in a situation like that, you know, because you even mentioned earlier that a lot of the times with COVID, we, we, we lost family members, we lost, we lost, you know, our normality, going to the mm-hmm. office and all of that. So h- how does one work through their way about, you know, losing a family member? Mm. It's hard, eh? Mm. It's hard. What is important, um, it, it, there's, there's the steps you can follow, mm. you know, because we go through grief differently. Yeah. The, the relationship that you had with the person matters the most. Mm. Um, if you've lost your rock, you know, if you've lost a person you used, you used to share a bed with, like if it's a, it's a married couple mm. or if it's a parent or if it's a child, those relationships are very dear to you. Mm. So coping with that loss may um, require you to go a step further and seeking professional help. Yeah. Therapy, and you also maybe get some medication from the doctor to help you cope with whatever that you are going through. Mm. I love that. Mm. I love that. Sure. Yeah, man. Um, how does one maybe distract uh, or, or, or manage to distract their thoughts or feelings when they feel that they are mentally unstable? Okay. So um, there's a there's a Therapy called thought replacement therapy, uh, positive thought replacement therapy, where you actually replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oftentimes, a person needs to be at a certain level of functioning. So what, what we encourage a person to do at the time, instead of being overwhelmed by negativity, mm-hmm. we encourage to celebrate the life um, of the lost loved one. So to focus on the beautiful memories instead of focusing on the last days when they were taking their last breath or when they were sick or whatever negativity negativity surrounds their death, we encourage them to focus on celebrating the beautiful memories they shared over the years. Mm. You know? mm. yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, we we have a a, um, a quote here. Uh, it was written by a man. He says, "I've been going to a psychiatrist since 2004. I think I've had more than 500 hours of therapy. I have suffered mentally. I still do. Getting help is a way of overcoming my problems, and it has helped me to access unta- untapped potential. I've never had any problems with the stigma. Uh, some of the most successful people." are very very sensitive and very very sensitive means very very vulnerable and this is from Udodo. you know he, he was <laughs> talking about um mental uh, well me, he was de- dealing with the mental health uh issue so i wanna yes. i wanna find it from you uh you know now we've seen women are very easy uh, easy going you know when it comes to their mental health they they're quick to seek help they quick yeah. to jump into thing in, into you know getting better uh with men we see that it's still a struggle as a, a professional psychiatrist um what other ways or what are some of the tricks or what ways do you use to attract more men to to make them feel like it's okay for them to come in yeah i i think we can do we can definitely do more awareness mm. you know 
um, where we encourage men to come forward. But you know, Lindy, Pemba, I just want to bring it to your attention that there's suddenly now in, in hospital more men coming forward. Mm. Um, break it down in statistics. Out of 10 patients that I admit on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. um, males and two females. Sure. So I don't know what that means. Um, it could be that finally people are starting to get the message. Mm. Though we can, I feel like we can do more. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because by the time they get to me, they've reached a point of psychosis. They've yeah. reached a point of a disciplinary hearing at work. Mm. Um, but extremities that I'm dealing with. Mm. It, it to, to, to deal with them before it gets to a point where a person has lost comp- like everything yeah. um, before they come through for, for a treatment. Sure, that, that's absolutely yeah. amazing. And now in yeah. terms of children, um, how does... How much awareness uh, is there regarding children? Yeah. Look, um, I think with life orientation, they, they're doing the most. Eh? Mm. Um, in, in, in engaging with the, the younger generation, you can tell that they know a bit more in comparison to our generation. You know, mm. um, So I think the, the new curriculum is trying, but I think we can also... Um, do more. I feel like we're not there yet, you know. Yeah. Um, when it's the African community as opposed to the Western community, I think that we still have a long way to go. Mm, mm. Yeah, and you know, um, seeing on that, there's this notion, you know, maybe from us as a black nation to say, why go to therapy? Why should we do that? It's a white thing. Um, how can we maybe fight back that stigma? Where can we start as a black nation to say we need to start having therapy? We need to start having yeah. sessions where we speak. Yeah, and the the, 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 the the biggest problem here is the fact that we're dealing with um, misinformation or wrong mm. information mm. around. Um, that if you consult with a psychiatrist, it means you are crazy, you mm. know. If we can demystify this and say, you don't go to a psychiatrist because you're crazy. Mm. You consult, um, you're not coping with day-to-day um, activities. Um, so it doesn't mean that you're crazy. You are just anxious or you are slightly depressed um, or you just, you just have adjustment issues. So if we can just demystify this and make people understand that we don't treat people who are crazy. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, I think also if people were to understand the different types of mental health stages, that yeah. one can be depressed and not be able to cope and still still see a psychiatrist or a counsellor, and yeah. then there's someone who's schizophrenic who would see yeah. a counsellor and, you know, who would rather see a psychiatrist, you know, because yeah. it's gotten to that stage. I think if people were to um, understand the different types, then yeah. it would make it so much easier for them to seek out and reach uh, to reach out for help. So, you know, yeah. Sis I'm thinking now, Guti, a lot of the times, there's been times where we see... How do we help that person or how do we without making them feel like um you know yeah you know or not necessarily yeah. men but also there's been women where they're like hey in in how as a nation do we help that person there's this um a health uh, a mental health act 
um, from our constitution mm-hmm. that enable us to act in 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 within situations where um, a person is incapable of making decisions. Mm. So we can act on their behalf and get them sectioned to a psychiatric institution. Mm. So in case you see a person like that um, in the location or a neighbor or anywhere in the streets, you can actually act on their behalf and have have them sectioned to a psychiatric institution Mm. where they will get best care. Mm. We've got public psychiatric institutions where these people can will be warmly accepted but someone needs to take the first step mm, mm. Mm. and you know uh having spoken about instability earlier on you know um mm. like personally i know somebody who has um lost it all like yeah. lost everything and mm. they are not able to make decisions but this is a decent person yes the clothing the way they dress has changed and all of that and the, the things that they do has changed even in terms mm. of work it's changed because they lost it all right but mm. they not um they don't admit or they can't see that there's a problem i think everyone yeah. around them can see good there's a problem and people want to help but they mm. don't uh sort of see that there's a problem on the mm. end, how do you help a, yeah. a, a person like that? A person like that, the 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 the, the most suitable person to intervene would be a a family member, mm-hmm. because um, we do have cases where a person is uh, admitted against their will. Mm. Like in, you see that this person is danger to self or even mm. to other, but it, it becomes a blind spot. Mm. I think that mental health is that it's got this blind spot about it. Mm. You don't see it because then there's already a chemical imbalance in the brain mm. by the time you, you lose control and you lose touch with reality. So a, a family member needs to step in and then have them sectioned um, and brought forward for, for, for treatment. Sure. So the law allows us to do that mm. in case they cannot see. And 80% of the time, Cases of mental health, they become a blind spot. A person cannot see that they are actually losing it. Mm. So it would mm. not help to tell that person, but I'll quite let's go, let's go to hospital. Because those are the kind of things that they, they don't even want to hear. You yeah. know, they, okay. they don't want to be told that they're not okay. They don't want to be told that they're not sane, you know. Yeah. Uh, sure. I thank you so much. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can help by negotiating, but if that fails, then we move to extreme measures. Mm, mm, mm. Sure. Yeah. So, speaking, in trying to wrap up the conversation, how can one take care of their mental health? Okay. What is important is for you to um, take care of yourself emotionally. Um, you need to talk about whatever you are going through. Mm. If it's long, talk about it. Share it with the people around you so that you're not bottling up emotions um take care of yourself like make a deliberate choice to say every morning when i wake up before i do anything before i take care of the kids or anybody else i'm going to have a a short prayer i'm going to meditate i'm going to be in tune with myself or on a weekend i'm going to make a a decision to go for a massage you Mm. know to go have a cup of coffee um exercise um, make sure that you're eating healthy, um, get enough sleep, you know. Yeah. And at times, 
also helps to reach out and help other people because when you do that, you forget about your own issues. But also cautioning people that you cannot offer from an empty cup. Mm. So first take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. So those are, I think, in, in summary, the things that I can share with um, our lovely brothers and sisters at home to say, um, take care of yourself. You can never take, like, outdo taking care of yourself. You mm, know? Mm, absolutely beautiful. Um, you mm. know, as we close this conversation, um, how does, or maybe can we, how does one reach out? So now I am sitting at home. I've established that maybe I'm not okay. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to talk to somebody. Where do mm-hmm. I go? Is there a number that I can call? Uh, maybe can you share those with us? Okay. Um, if, if, if they are around Jobek, they can contact my office. Mm-hmm. Um, and the number to contact there, um, it's 079 282 4750 4750 and uh okay. where in Johannesburg are you located okay um i've got two offices so the one office is at rh rn clinic mm-hmm. um and the other one is akiso clinic uh pacta mm, okay yeah. so it's so central I, for everyone to get to it's central for everyone to get to Oh, absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, uh, Sis Fiyile, for your time. Thank you so much for sharing wisdom with us. You know, thank you so much for uh, enlightening us about the importance of reaching out and uh, the importance of balancing your spirituality as well mm. as, you know, uh, the, the physical. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, those tips that you said, it's those little things that we take for granted, you know, mm. exercising, praying, the yes. little things, yes. but self-care. Okay, hey, mm. yeah, you can never do enough, hey, you, you can never do enough, yeah, you can never do enough, you know, sure, yeah, yeah man. Thank you so much, sis Figile. Um, I think you're going to be part of the family right here on the GMG breakfast show so that we can speak yeah. more in making sure that mental health yeah. is taken as a priority to everyone. Yes, it's so important, Temba. You don't know, hey, mm. it is can't overemphasize it, you know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for talking to us this morning. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen on the line, we just uh, wrapped up a conversation with Dr. Figi Lemlombo, and uh, she is a psychiatrist. And, uh, you know, we were talking all things mental health. If you missed uh, this segment, do check out the podcast and do check out, you know, the repeat of the show uh, because it was very important Mm. nuggets that she shared with us, you know, very important information about how one can take care of themselves you know because we go through a lot the loss of instability the yeah. loss of normality you know yeah. oh man i think it was just yesterday when i was sharing about how i used to go to the office to work and now i leave the bedroom to the study you know mm. so th- that difference does make an impact in somebody's life exactly you know and also touching on uh how men are always like hammering you know mm. they don't want to speak they don't want to talk because it comes from this society that Mm, breaking the stereotype yeah and it makes you be in that box that you don't want to end up um, coming out of but yeah man thank you so much there uh, for a great conversation you are listening to hope alive streaming live from hope restoration ministries captain park south africa